This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora, friends. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka bringing you an eco postcard. Each week, I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. And I would take the first item today as a piece of good news, actually. It has to do with the uh, development of plant-based milk available in New Zealand. Every, everyone knows that it's available in supermarkets. What you may not know is that currently oats grown in New Zealand are sent overseas to be processed and turned into oat milk and then they come back here and are sold. However, a new plant-based milk processing facility is to open in Southland soon and it's being built by a company called New Zealand Functional Foods in collaboration with Great South and the factory is aimed mainly at producing oat milk with oats grown here which is all to the good. Now I'm really hoping that they work out a way of marketing this oat milk that's not in Tetra Packs. And my ideal would be uh, that, that one would be able to get oat milk the way I get cow's milk, which is at, at the dairy where the cows are in a refrigerator, re refrigerated dispensing unit. So I bring my glass bottles, turn the tap, and get my milk. Be wonderful if you could do that with oat milk. And far less wonderful to get it in unrecyclable Tetra Packs. On to a totally different issue. The UN says that world population will plateau at 10.9 billion people by the end of the century. Several other groups forecast earlier and smaller peaks with global population reaching 9 billion by 2070 and then declining. Of course, we, I, I uh, can't make any appraisal between these two fairly different projections. That is 11 billion by 2100 um, and, and then plateauing or 9 billion by 2070 and then declining. Um, both projections present considerable worries about food, food produ production under conditions of much less energy and the desirability for the sake of all the other species in the world uh, of not using more farmland, a, a, a problem that, that There are many mines engaged in, in tackling. Although I think many of the um, many of the treatments of this problem don't take into account that we will have to get by on less energy. Okay, 
onto the area of uh, technology that PV, there, there's a kind of leap ahead in photovoltaic technology with manufacturers shifting towards what they call monocrystalline cell technology from the more common multi-crystalline cells. Now, I confess that I have no idea what that means, but they say that this new development uh, will have a high power output, occupy less space and last longer, uh, which is really good because one of the worries about photovoltaic technology is that while it's pretty brilliant at producing electricity, the, the actual infrastructure, that is the panels, have a fairly short life of 20, 30 years, and then they have to be replaced. And they themselves are toxic materials. Uh, so this, this development doesn't solve that problem, but it may make it uh, a little less worse <laughs> uh, in that they last longer. Back to transport, the recurring issue of, of transport. Uh, and this, this gets a big tick in my book, that Auckland Council's Auckland plan has numerical targets for public transport. These targets are double the patronage, from 70 million trips in 2012 to 140 million trips in 2022. Increase the proportion of trips made by public transport to the city centre during morning peak from 47% of vehicular trips in 2011 to 70% in 2020 going by public transport. Whether those targets are sufficient, I can't judge, but the fact that there are targets seems to me a really good thing and I think we're going to have to uh, apply some pressure to our own councils to set targets in these areas. Okay, a few more things. There'll be new sorts of jobs in the social transformation ahead. Uh, and they, while we have to be pretty moderate about our adoption of new energy technologies, uh, they will enable um, new, new careers to emerge. Jobs in energy storage, jobs in energy management, in energy efficiency, in energy audits. Um, it will be um, seen as a good thing to have your house or your work building undergo an, an energy audit. Are you losing heat? Where are you losing heat? And what can you do about it? Energy audits are really helpful and can also, also save occupiers a lot of money. 
Okay, I, I like that area because I, th I think it's time we started um, talking to kids about the sort of jobs that are going to be wanted and useful as we make these changes in the next eight years to reach 2030 goals and then on, on from there, of course. Um, some jobs won't exist or will um, exist in, in a, a much, much smaller version than, than currently, for example, motor mechanics on internal combustion engine cars. And so we, we need to um, encourage kids or guide kids into careers that, that are going to work and help society in the decades ahead. Okay, that might be enough for today, I think. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is Monday afternoons 3.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9.50 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.